It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Kind of like a, you get our name out there by you know having power in your name, getting first on the cup. Everyone sees that. Like I see that as like promotion for the org. So it's like, hey, totally. you're going to get first in the cash cup? Here's a little bonus cash on top. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Watch Time. Today, we got a very special episode here as we're going to be chatting to Lockie about everything from his origin story to the Pokemon craze that we were talking about last week. A lot of interesting topics to get through. Lockie, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me, guys. Big fan of the uh, the Watch Time podcast. First time here. and uh, An industry titan, nah, especially, especially nah. when we're talking about team power. Dude, honestly, can we start with that? I'm kind of mad about that. Like, can we talk about it? We can I, talk I was about like, oh, it. Oh, I, I want to see what my friends think. I'll, I'll, I'll click on it. I swear, I, I didn't even get an opinion. I, I watched the whole thing, and you guys didn't even say anything. And I was like, "Well, what's your thoughts?" Yeah, like, I didn't <laughs> even, like, you guys didn't even say anything. I was like, "What was?" I think there was like one thing where you were like comparing it to like, Hundred Thieves has Nate shot to like it has like premise or something and you said the same thing with like i think there were power. two parts to it mostly one part one was talking about like the oce esports scene and right. sort of what the promise of that holds compared to like north america and then the other part was yeah just the the value behind creators starting orgs or starting brands in general where there's certainly yeah. like a strength to starting something that is hopefully going to be even bigger than you as an individual but also how hard is it to actually separate that thing from being, you know, like team power versus Lachlan Powers? Yeah, team. like separating the line. Yeah, no, I feel you. I didn't go too strong in the opinion because I was like, look, it's just started. There's nothing to really say yet. We got to see where it goes. We got to see see what you do with it. That's you true. Know. That's true. I think the one thing you guys did really well off the start was like branding, which obviously you've always done really well with like merch and everything. But I, I think like everything from like all your socials to, to all that's been super, super good. But you don't have a League of Legends team yet. So are you really an esports or? Dude, they got, they got OPL. Yeah, OPL. OPL, which can. for anyone who doesn't know is the like Australian League of Legends league. They, they like League of Legends is just like, yep, yeah, nah, it's Australia too small. We're not Shut doing it anymore. Down. They shut it down. Yeah. So what do you, but what do you think about that? And I guess like that gets into the first bit that we were talking about where it's like the sort of the validity or how much, how much potential OCE esports has. Yeah. I think the other big thing is the, uh, is the young COVID as well. Cause that's gonna like really make it hard to like compete or go elsewhere. Like I see a lot of the yeah. players that got like, like from OC that are like, oh, looking for placement NA and stuff. Can they even leave Australia? Like, nah, I know no they way. got to go play at Worlds. Like, they got visas to play at Worlds in, I think it was in Shanghai, wasn't it? Um, but yeah, like, I don't know how, like, because we've been trying to get our players to play FNCS in other regions. Like, couldn't get no, it, no. couldn't get it done. Australia's not letting anyone leave. But like, I mean, I guess you could always see it as like you use the next year when everything's locked down to, uh, you know, kind of like build up all, build up your players, build up your teams, like build everything locally so that then when travel opens back up, you can kind of like send it and actually go overseas. Mm. Yeah, no, for sure. Definitely. Definitely like that kind of like hibernation period, I think. I realized I never asked you about this, but I don't even know if you want to talk about it, but um, are you, are you planning on doing other games? Like, cause right now, obviously yeah. you guys are just doing Fortnite. I can't, I can't say which ones because uh, we haven't fleshed out the idea of it yet, but there is, yeah, it's definitely. Dota. There's it's one. definitely Dota. It's not Dota. It's not <laughs> Dota. But I would like to do that down the line, but it's not Dota. Um, but there is one that's like, I'm very, I can't cause I, no, nah, I can't. Nah. I haven't even, we haven't even like approached the like scene properly yet to like understand how we would do it. So I don't want to be like, yeah, we're doing X. The hot scoop. On that note with how you're talking about COVID making it difficult for tra for players to go overseas and play. How, like, I guess when you're thinking about, when you were thinking about creating a team, you're obviously super passionate about Fortnite competitive play. 
But when you're thinking about the team as a whole, how important do you think the results of how a team performs in tournaments compares to actually just the value of creating a brand, creating a collective, having like something that your players are associated with that builds you know, brand value in other ways, whether that be like sponsorships or like other original brands that you could do beyond that. I definitely think like placements, like a big part of like why we did the initial like Fortnite team, like the overarching goal was like, take players to the World Cup qualifiers in NA, get some spots there, hopefully win a World Cup. That was like the big goal. Cause that would be sick. Cause yeah. like in the past World Cup, we got like four spots, I think for the World Cup or no 13 over the two like modes, solos and duos, which is like not a lot, but it makes sense. When you look at the player counts for each region, it makes sense. But it's just hard for the players. Cause like, I mean, Jordan had to come first to qualify um, yeah. in that solo. So, and coming first is so hard. Cause that, that one game where you mess up a little bit and you're gone for your whole shot of the World Cup. So we're going to take them to NA or EU, whatever made the most sense and get them out there and, and get a World Cup just for the the, the, the hopeful chance of it. Um, but I definitely think there's a lot of value in, you know, building that brand, building that collective around it. Because in the, the day, like esports results like sport, they're not not guaranteed, especially I feel like less guaranteed in like mm. esports. Like it's so in, in Fortnite, there's so many variables that you get headshot yeah. sniped. Like, yeah. Like, and there's nothing, even the best players, your Benji Fishies, there's nothing you can do about that. It's definitely something Elliot and I have spoken a lot about on the podcast where we've looked at different orgs like 100 Thieves, you know, and their results aren't necessarily like top of their game, but they've clearly got so much brand value and brand loyalty behind them. And I think that's been something where we've come back to like, does do the results even actually matter? Like, is it about creating like something that people just care about and want to get behind and personalities that people can get invested in? Like there's prize money associated with that. Um, But for the most part, I I don't even know how it works with most other orgs, Um, but we don't really take a cut of the actual winnings of the players. We Mm -hmm. actually give more. Uh, We we do like a kind of a system, kind of like a, we call it a bounty system where like, our player gets first in a cash cup we actually give them money on top oh um, that's interesting yeah kind of like a you get our name out there by you know having power in your name getting first on the cup everyone sees that like i see that as like promotion for the org so it's like hey totally. you're gonna get first in the cash cup here's a little bonus cash on top that's super interesting i haven't heard of other orgs doing that i mean i think like from my understanding it's certainly been the opposite it's like people will take a cut of the earnings i think initially like i think i actually think it's a hallmark of a better org when they when they do go that route because i think that the i I think the mistake a lot of orgs make is they go in with a very a very short-term view it's easy to do early on where you're just kind of like oh we're here to like maximize the cut we can get from potentially getting someone into that million dollar prize pool and then taking 70%. And that happened with the then, World Cup. Like, yeah. so many people, like, signed when they qualified, and then they got snipped 20%, and it was a bit of a problem. 100%. But the uh, but but I think the real, like, value, like, the real long-term play is when you're doing stuff, like, basically just trying to... Because I think, I think the orgs that do well understand that really the play with esports isn't at all the short-term cash flow. Like, realistically, you're never going to be able to make you know, the millions that people are looking when they're starting big companies out of just cut clipping 20, 30% on prize pools. What you're really trying to build is the brand. And how do you build the brand? You build the brand by having, you know, the best players, the most passionate players, the most successful players who will, number one, you know, want to rep you and really love you and actually be like super proud to be part of the team. And then also be able to actually go out there and then perform and win tournaments with your brand in their name and obviously the more you can incentivize that the more hard people are going to practice they're going to train they're going to try and then the better they're going to do yeah and like that's the other thing as well it's like it's very hard for our players to find motivation in the Fortnite competitive scene when consistently the prize pool goes down every month instead of going up like yeah the fncs prize pool is just going like they're getting a fraction the trio's prize pool for this season versus the one at the end of last year. I don't know the exact math behind on how less it is, but it's significantly less. Um, I think the, like each week finals was uh, like back then, the, the prize pool for each week finals at the end, not the grand finals, just the, the end of the week finals was the same, I think, 
as the the grand finals for this season so it's like what they're fighting for for the grand finals they were fighting for every week last fncs that's crazy why are they doing that do you think they're not making as much money no i think they're making really good money especially with the marvel collab yeah i reckon fortnite's doing really well i'm actually surprised too i don't i don't understand not to sidetrack i've always wondered with those collabs though like what the what the split is like how it all pieces together is it is marvel paying fortnite to feature their product is fortnite playing marvel to you know actually have the quote-unquote honor of featuring their product in their you know kind of in their game and I, I genuinely don't know, but I would love to know. Or if it's just like an agreed 50-50 split where they're both kind of doing well. Your battle pass had Iron Man, had Thor. It had, I mean, I don't really know Dr. Doom and She-Hulk that much before it. Mystique. Yeah. Who else? It had one big, one other big hitter. Uh, I think that was it for the Avengers. But like Iron Man, like Iron Man and Fortnite. Come on now. Like, oh, that's crazy. Sort of done it. But also that, like, it builds the Marvel brand, right? Like, you didn't know about Doctor Doom before. Now, if there was, like, a Doctor Doom movie that comes out, you know what that is. So, I don't know. That's so true. I feel like that would be a smart thing for Marvel to do is now make a Doctor Doom movie because now everyone's, like, kind of introduced to him. Or Galactus. I think that was already in the plans, though, a Galactus kind of movie, I think. But at the same time, obviously, uh, you know, I think it comes back to the point that you're right. Epic's not probably struggling for money. They do have money for prize pools. I think maybe they've just realized that the prize pool isn't as essential to the overall success of the game. I think maybe they... Uh, like, don't get me wrong, I still think esports is is super important to Fortnite, but maybe they initially wanted to just, like, go in and be like, we're the biggest, we're the best, you know, like, bigger than I league, bigger than everything. It. And then yeah. now they're kind of like... Value. Yeah, now they're kind of like, oh, do these 13-year-olds really need to be making, like, 10 grand a week to keep playing our game? Probably it not. Hey, we can, like, cut insane. that back a bit. Same. Like... The prize pool, the amount that these young kids have the ability to earn through these tournaments is is nuts. It's like absolutely next level. For it being all online too, it's like back in the tradition that they had to like fly out to an event, get a hotel, pay for the entry fee type stuff, like back in like those Halo COD days. And now it's all online from the comfort of your house. You, and it would be like if you could break even playing esports that would be considered like the craziest thing if you got sent Mm. like a free mouse or a free headset that was like the pinnacle of your career at a certain point like yeah these days you know it's it's not that and not at all to say that like people aren't entitled to it and they shouldn't have it and and you know that that it's unreasonable but like relative to what things were a few years ago it it's almost like funny watching people complain about how they can only make 10 grand a month playing fortnite well like a lot of the fortnite kids like they're mostly kids right 13 yeah. year olds they don't know what it was they were like six seven when that was a thing yeah so like they don't know yeah that 100%. That is like kind of what they're used to have it, it's insane it makes me wonder how how like the parents of these kids because they are mostly kids deal with it because obviously to get to that point it's not easy it's not like oh i'm just gonna go like win 10 grand a week or whatever like playing these tournaments it's like these these kids are probably i don't know how how many hours a week they'd be training but a lot right like how do the parents how do you as a parent have a 16 year old who has the potential to literally be earning hundreds of thousands of dollars a year and tell them like no you have to do your homework right now when they're like mom i could literally yeah, win hard. like how do you handle that as a parent uh, and like i've chatted to some of the the parents of our players uh especially like during the signing process and stuff and most of them are like very supportive they'll kind of let them do their own thing but some like some of our players go to school some of them don't um and it's kind of up to like how the player i feel it's like i think feels individually on like whether or not they want to go to school and you know keep that balance which is like something i recommend to all of our players like some of our players are actually even going back to school and i'm like fully for it i'm like you know like it's it's kind of unpredictable um the space and i would even just say like school like just from a like a social perspective yeah is something that i think it's very key for like kids of that age and uh i feel like if you grow up explicit like just explicitly on the internet that could be a bit interesting yeah um you kind of need that social nah, that's, human interaction. Even as like someone who has like, you know, 
quote unquote made it playing games you know like I, i've i've you know went all of us we've been able to actually turn that into a thing still if i had a kid i would be like <laughs> no you're going to school because there is like, yeah no 100 it like it, there is so much like don't be wrong there's also a lot of other facts involved which i'm sure we'll go into when we eventually get to this whole uh origin story chat but like there is still <laughs> a lot of luck involved in so many areas like you said the fact you can get headshot sniped in a grand final and that can be the difference between going home with nothing or going home with three million dollars like yeah it's not the kind of thing that you can feel super super confident on and i think that's why it's always smart to have a uh a, not only one but probably several backups not nah, for sure so maybe that's a good place to take it back to yeah. lucky when you were at school i want one last question on team power before we move on okay right, is right. there is there one thing that you didn't really anticipate being a difficulty uh you know kind of when you initially were going to start an org that you've kind of now realized oh my god this is actually like a really like difficult part of having a team just organizing a lot of people at one time like yeah and, and you know what and you can definitely relate to this one but like just managing a lot of players at the one time for a recording which yeah. could be pretty identical with like a click recording yes. in that just getting five to six people on at one time yeah is harder than you think um and it sounds so like trivial but yeah when these like they have their scrims they have their tournaments those are the easy ones to avoid but it's everything else because they, they all have like very bad sleep schedules. I have bad sleep schedules. That's just kind of how it is. Um, that like just managing a lot of players at once and giving attention where it's needed for individual players is probably like one of the harder parts. And like, as we grow bigger and bigger, that's gonna be something that I have to work on a lot. I think that's one of the things that like, we certainly underestimated with Click and like even, yeah, growing a business. It's just like, you've got to, You've got to be sensitive and be thinking about so many different people and personalities all the time. And, you know, and that's your role. And oftentimes those individual people probably don't understand the fact that like you care about them, but you also have to care about like 10 other people. And then I got to get a daily upload and I got to stream. It's like, at yeah. the end of the day, I'm just like, oh, let's just go buy some Pokemon cards. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're going to save Pokemon cards to the end. Yeah. I know we definitely want to talk to you about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's take it back to talking of school, like when you were at school and like yeah. where where your origins to how, like you've obviously grown to an insane position now, but it hasn't been overnight. And like, you've been doing it for a really long time, like maybe longer than a lot of people know pre-Fortnite. But how, like, how did that all start for you? Like how old were you when you uploaded your first video? Like what made you hit upload that first time? So it's actually like, interesting because the, the first upload on my channel the lachlan channel which used to be called craft battle duty when i first started um and the name for that was because i really liked minecraft i really like battlefield and i really like call of duty so i put <laughs> three names together and then later down the line i was How like i don't you? want people i was seven years ago i'm 25 now i was 17 16 i think when i was thinking okay. of the idea craft um, battle you know what i don't not like it i kind of pay it yeah no, but the thing was, people would call me Craft, and like, I was just like, I don't want to be called Craft. Like, it just, <laughs> it just doesn't hit for me. So I was like, I want people to call me my name. So I'm just gonna, call, I'm just gonna rebrand my name. And like, a lot of Americans and stuff, they didn't really know. Like, these even your boy Logan Paul, like, Lachlan. Like, everyone calls me Lachlan because they look at it and they're like L A C H. Sweet. Do Americans so, not have the word Lachlan? I've actually never thought about this. Do, is no, they don't. It's it's, it's a very really Europe. Um, really very common in ireland uh a lot of lachlan's uh because like my irish mates have like a lot of lachlan friends and even like maybe my last name i think is irish as well um but yeah like uh uk has a few of it as well but very common in australia like i was gonna say I, you know? I know so yeah, many lachlan's it's so yeah it's legit. so weird when you have a name it, it's so weird when you have a name that's that common in your own area and then just yeah. realizing that oh apparently that's just like not a thing in other countries yeah but yeah, wow. So it's weird. like, like when I think about it now, it's like you calling your channel Elliot, like calling channel Grace, like being Sam and be like, hey guys, welcome to the Sam channel. Like, but you know what? Just... But you know what's weird 
every single like brand name or channel name sounds like the dumbest, stupidest thing ever until it isn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like imagine Craft Apple. Battle Genie is imagine... so little. I don't okay, know look, Craft Battle. That was a good change. That was a good change. But like, imagine like <laughs> Apple. Imagine the first guy who was like, "Oh yeah, like let's call it Apple." Like holding up an Apple. True. You're like, you're like, bro, that's cooked. Like, get out of here. Like, what, yeah. do, what do we pay? You're on the creative team. Like, leave. And now it's yeah. like the most. Just you don't even think about that. It's it's so natural. That's so true. Like, yeah, I, they just you build so much around it that yeah. it's just that's actually sick and the branding is so awesome that but, it's like yeah it's, it's so legit speaking of like lucky branding it's like your two brands are lachlan and then your yeah, last I, name I, power i thought like, about that the other day like, i was you, like damn we really getting creative my middle name ain't hot so you don't expect anything there like, there, there will not be a third brand <laughs> i think one of the first channel names i made was like it was like elites x productions or something like you can't find it now i took the channel down oh ages God. ago but like that was, my, that was my first channel I ever made. And I was uploading like COD montages. Um, so I had like a dazzle and I'd record myself playing Modern Warfare 2 and I'd go for trick shots and crossback throwing knives and all that OG COD grind stuff. But like, I was, I was just I was just like a big fan of everyone. Like I used to watch like, geez, who was like big at the time? Like C-Nanners, Hutch, like a lot of the Machinima Respawn stuff. Um, trying to think who else like syndicate zombies all that kind of stuff yeah. when you first started doing that because you must have been pretty young like what was your did you have a vision for it or were you just like oh yeah it doesn't look too hard i could do that too i, I just loved like the creative process of like making a montage and it's actually criminal that i haven't made a montage since those days i've actually been thinking about making like a font uh fortnite montage just to like run it back but, like i just love the creative process of like getting a song into like sony vegas at the time and it was like you look for like the bits of the music where like, where, the like drops. Drops. you try yeah, to yeah, sync yeah. it and you try to sync that with a shot and it's like I, I loved that kind of aspect to it and like it's just like that creative process was always fun that's interesting because um, that's like a hundred percent what got me into like youtube early on as well was the like it was literally i was like addicted to the editing more than i was the games like the yeah legit. the actual like creative process was like the best thing i remember i used to be adhd on syncing because remember when people had, remember when people had outros like no one does yeah, outros yeah. anymore but i remember like you'd yeah. have the, you'd have the mil you'd have the music build up at the end of the video and then the beat drop and it would cut to the outro and i remember there were times yeah. back when i was using sony vegas on bad computer it took four hours to render a video and the video would render out and then I'd play it and I'd notice the beat drop with the outro was like a tenth of a second, quarter of a second off. And I was like, I was like, I was like, no, 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 unbelievable. Like uh, who's going to subscribe to this amateur stuff? And then I would go and I would re-render the whole video, take another four hours, be late on my upload just to make sure that that beat drop was like on point. <laughs> Were you like talking to other people about it at the time? Or was no, like, so this was... And you like weren't talking about it? Cod montage days was like grade nine, grade ten, um, in high school, and like for like kind of like the prep, like preface like school and stuff. Like I was like, because I know you guys both did really well in school. I I was not so much that case. I was very much just playing. I I, I vividly remember. I have very strong memory of in year eleven or year ten. There was a super important like math exam the next day. And I was failing math at the time. And I, it was the last semester. I think I was I was on a D plus and that's a fail. C minus <laughs> is a pass. I was on a D plus and I needed to get like a C, C plus on this next one to just, just bring me up on this like, and it was some just like useless, like what was it like parabola standard deviation. Parabola, no, it bro. Standard deviation. It, was something, it was something more useless than standard deviation. It was something that you don't even use today. Like you haven't thought about it since you've done it type deal. And like, I remember that that night before the exam, new Call of Duty Zombies map came out. And like, this is back in the day when I was hard on zombies and you'd have to wait like months in between for a DLC. And this was, I, did you play Zombies, Elliot? Like, oh, dude, on, like on... watching watching like Syndicate back in the day. Yeah, legit. Like just yeah. run the trains Kino the Toten. Yeah, the trains, yeah. The, 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 the trains. Tur Oof. So not Kino de Toten, not the the space station one, the the one where it was like in Siberia and there was that director who had like the the lightning rod pole in the yeah. pond. It was like snowy. And you had to, map. and like he comes out and you have to like fight him and 
so that map came out and i saw all the trailers and i was so excited because like america had all the trailers come out like you know new zod new combis new cod zombies map comes out but i had a math exam the next day i remember telling my parents like yeah like all oh, the math exams actually in two days because they're like don't you have an exam to study for and i was like no nah, no nah, it comes out in two days like it's two days away we're chilling downloaded cod zombies played all night till like 3 a.m 4 a.m like had, had to like turn the lights off type deal yeah and then woke up the next morning at like 5 6 a.m um and then like hard tried to like cram before the and the exam was in the morning too it was like at 9 a.m i remember cramming with all my friends just being like yo so like how do we do this and i'm like i haven't had much <laughs> oh sleep i've been playing zombies all night i was having so much fun playing zombies and then i think i got like a c minus but overall i failed the grade for that year oh. <laughs> because my i was playing nerdy, zombies all like, night my nerdy previous self is like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, love yeah, it. but like, but like, like, but like, you, you beat the boss, right, Lucky? Because then, but like, like uh, you know, what I, mean? it, I think we got know? like round eighteen, round oh, nineteen. Bro, like, I was watching them. I was watching them do the Easter egg. Like uh, these guys used to like try and solve the Easter egg. Like, where you got like where there's where there's like, like uh, uh, Ricked off and like talking through the door. I remember. Yeah, yeah downstairs yeah, on the yeah, lighthouse. Yeah. yeah, like I was watching them do it. I was like, oh, this is sick. Like, let's try and like get a lobby going. Like, try and do it. Cause I had like some online friends at the time. And dude, nah, I no regrets. Like. Cause that right was year 11. That just... wasn't even year 12. Like, you know what I mean? I did that right in year 12. Just, um, right after we've just told all the pro players to <laughs> stay in school guys. Like it's really important. Like have a balanced life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like that, the record. But they, they've never been around when COD zombies. But there is a new COD zombies coming out. Yeah, there actually is. I'm keen for it. Yeah, so maybe, maybe do your math exams for that though. <laughs> Were you like talking to other people? Were you telling your friends that like, hey, yeah, I'm uploading these videos? Yeah, no, nah, fully, fully, fully incognito. Like definitely like, I think, um, yeah, the first time one of my friends actually ever like found out about it was I was, it was during the Croft Battle Judy channel. Like all my high school stuff, no one ever knew about because I just like did it on my own uh, type deal. And like, I think I got like a couple hundred viewers, but nothing crazy. Um, and then I did the, like, the Crop Battle Duty channel. And I think, yeah, the first time one of my friends came, found out, he came over, Taylor, when I met Taylor, came over randomly. Mm -hmm. And I didn't expect him at all. He just came over to, like, say, what's up? I think we were going out that night for a party or something. And I was working really hard uh, on, like, my Minecraft server at the time, my Pixelmon server. And he comes through, and he just sees me playing Pixelmon. He's like, what the hell are you doing, dude? Like, what are you doing? And, and I'm like, oh, uh yeah um so this is what i've been doing uh, <laughs> i had like on the spot be like yeah like so this is kind of the vibes and i think i had like 300 subs at the time so like not a lot of subs at all but um yeah so they've kind of been there from like the start of that channel and stuff why do you feel like you didn't used to want to tell people about it like what do you think uh, has changed over the last 10 years How so that's happened? definitely changed because yeah. like you've got kids in high school competing like all of our players in high school yeah playing for all these all this online money like that's gonna be cool right like yeah going back to school and being like yeah i just won the cash cup last night like just just took home 500 bucks like kids are gonna be like oh that's sick like yeah but like i suppose they didn't have that back then but i don't know there's something back about like playing minecraft back then when you were like 17 wasn't cool i feel like i, I feel like there's something like that no 100 like, playing playing games back then wasn't cool like it actually wasn't, no, it wasn't cool like everyone did yeah. it but no one would like talk about it. It was like it was yeah. a, it was a weirdly closeted thing. Whereas now it's like, oh yeah, bro, like I'm I'm like cracked at Fortnite. Like I, you know, like play plays tennis in the tournament on the weekend. Everyone's like, oh bro, that's fucking that's insane. That's sick. Whereas back in our day, like, everyone be like, nerd. Yeah, nerd. That's the one. Nerd. That's it. Yeah. That's the, like, cause I I used to have like days played. Like I'd idle my friends on um on Xbox and I'm on Warfare Two. It show you time played in the barracks section. And like one of them was like, dude, like, how come you have so much time played? Like, I had like a month played. What? Like, realistically, and they're and they're all like, like, like maybe like a couple days play time, like max type deal. And I'm like, oh, I share that account with my brother. Didn't share my account with my brother, <laughs> like, dude. I remember, I remember on Black Ops One, like looking at my like combat record, and it was like, it was like, it was like ten and a half days played, and I was like, oh, bro, I've got problems, man. Like this is this is fucked up. Like I need to get a life. Yeah. Like a month though, goddamn, that's that's impressive. Now nah, a month over a year, but yeah, no, nah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a yeah, month over a year. Like the 12th of the year. 
Yeah, that's literally that's two hours a day every single day. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That that sounds about right. Like on the weekends, bump that up to like six eight. Like, dude, I I love COD. I don't love it anymore though. I actually don't like it at all. You couldn't catch it's, me playing a new it's, COD. It's the skill based matchmaking. It's it's so tuned up uh, now. Not like, even that. Really? I see. I, I still didn't like, like Warzone before they added it. Like, I still, I still yeah. like, I still like COD, but I can only play Warzone if I'm playing with a good squad. Like I need to be playing with a squad who like I can like chill with. Because as soon as like mm. I have to stress out and like carry people, I like I can't have fun anymore. I just want Not I just want to mess around. Nah. Yeah. I want to throw I want to throw yeah. tomahawks at people. And so when you were starting to make these videos and you know, you had 300 subscribers. Like, were you thinking at that point, oh, okay, I can make something of this? Or like, is there a moment where you remember you were like, oh, that was like a taste of like, maybe I could take this seriously or maybe I can like see myself actually being able to do that. I remember my first video I uploaded got a hundred views, by the way. Like my first ever video on my channel got a hundred views in a day or set, no, it was 72 or 73 views in a day. And I remember being like, cause I'd made, I'd made my channels before in the past, right? And they didn't get many views at all. And I was like 70 views in a day on a brand new channel. Like, that's crazy. So yeah. like, I, and then I did the second one. And then the first one would be on like 200 now. My first one would be on like 80 views in a day. And just watching that, like I was more addicted to that, like kind of building yeah. than I was. I feel like we, we've stage. talked about that so much on the podcast is like the it's still numbers. still applicable to this day, really. When you yeah. hit a successive row of building but, views, like, but and then the, and then the depression when you have a successive rows of eight nines and tens. Yeah, um, look, we kind of in one of those right now. But like, ooh. you just gotta look past them because like. Yeah, oh, 100 percent. But also, like, it, you know what else is interesting is like back then. I think in those early days, like the numbers are real. Like in the sense you're actually you think about what that number means. You're like a thousand people. You're like, bro, that's like a whole assembly hall at school watched my video like i remember they were like met and then i got get to like fifty thousand views and i'm like oh my god bro that's like an mcg that's like the biggest stadium in the state filled with people watching my video whereas these days like the number isn't even a number anymore i feel like i don't assign an actual understanding of what it is it's just it's a benchmark based off my last video that's all it is yeah it's it's the, it's the out of 10 it's the out of 10 it's the out of 10 uh for sure uh yeah you, you hate to see it in a way it's really sad you see the memes on like all the creators on twitter now like you know meme in the nine out of tens ten out of tens one yeah. out of tens like mm. it's kind of it's kind of a meme at this point but it's, it's actually a real thing yeah yeah but like it's amazing you know it's amazing that you remember like i had like 75 views on my first yeah i definitely think it was like in the 70s could be 72 73 but it was definitely in the 70s i was like, like the fact that you're like sure down to the number you know down to the 10 subscribers like you're like it was in the 70s where whereas yeah. now like i'm sure if i asked you like oh what did your like first video of the last season of fortnite get like you you probably wouldn't know yeah couldn't tell you couldn't tell you at all uh you definitely like the first ones definitely mean the most definitely you, you never forget those um but yeah like i i think like go back to your original question of like when you thought like it was something um so like very early on i think i had 2000 subscribers um which is like i think i was getting like maybe i'd upload a video and in 24 hours i'd have like seven eight hundred nine hundred views um so which was it's just good uh yeah. but like if you win the, the cinema that'd server, be like a whole four dollars yeah well that's the thing I, these are all unmonetized views like back then you couldn't actually get paid i don't think we had to do like yeah. a kind of hard process to get paid um through networks and whatnot but yeah i uh i wanted to so the, the server i was playing pixel on the guys that like own the server were being like jags to me like jags isn't like this old school where we used to use but they were just being like just that i want to use bad word but they just weren't nice to me all right they weren't <laughs> nice to me at all i was like i'm giving you a server promotion i get 700 views they're like we don't care yada yada i was like all right screw you guys i'm gonna make my own server and i did and then i made it better than theirs and i spent so long working on this like pixel on minecraft server with like a bunch of like people online uh, and then a, a few Pixelmon devs from back in the day and made like a sick server. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Really awesome picks on server that I, like, I actually like played it myself off screen and on like on as like a series. Mm-hmm. And like we tried to do it where like you have actual people be gym leaders like they would in the Pokemon world. Um, like you, you in the video games, you had like Brock and Misty as the gym leaders and stuff. But in our server, they were like actual people and they would have Pokemon that they use in the gym and you get your gym badges and you go to Elite Four. Like made like a story within the like the Pixel One server. That's what I think a lot of people played on it. And then we like sold uh, like premium things on the server as well, like ranks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember like the first day we launched it, um, when we launched our pre like the ranks and stuff like that, I think it made like three hundred dollars in a day. And this is around when I had two hundred subscribers, right? I no two thousand yeah. subscribers, and like it made three hundred dollars a day. I was like, wait, what? Like, that's a lot of money. And then yeah. I think like a fortnight later, there was a week where it made a thousand dollars in a day, and I was like, wow, oh, shit. yeah. And I was I think I had like three thousand subscribers, maybe three and a half, and yeah, it made, made a thousand dollars in a day. And I was like. So I, that was the point where I had like a chat with my parents. I was like, because I was at university at the time and I, w- I just finished my first term. And I was like, I'm taking a gap year. And they're like, no, you're not. Like, <laughs> no one in my family like did, uh, has a university degree. Like my, both my parents don't. Neither of my sisters don't. Uh, and my brother doesn't either. He was obviously too young at the time. Like I was going to be the first to have a university degree. And they were like kind of set in that. So like, they were like, you're not like doing that and i was like look great thousand dollars in a day i'm gonna run this up for like six months i'm gonna work really hard on it like on both like my youtube channel and on like the server side thing and then they were like okay we'll give you like the six months and then by the six months of that first deferral i'd already i built my channel up to like a hundred thousand subscribers and there was like really good cash flow from the server so i was like I am just going to keep on doing this. And then seven years later, here we are. You know what I think is really, really cool about that is um, is that like a lot of the time kind of finding like tertiary income, like other ways to monetize your following and like, and like you know, do the, those like build extra businesses on top of YouTube is seen as like yeah. a very like late game YouTube thing. It's something that the people who, you know, they've got millions of subscribers, they've been doing it for years. They've got a huge audience. They understand the industry, blah, 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 blah. That's a lot of the time when they go on to try and like build, you know, kind of like you with team power or whatever. But like, you know, that's normally when people look to expand outside their making videos every day kind of bubble. But yeah. Minecraft was unique in that that was actually a, like, a thing that a lot of channels like you were saying with two three thousand subscribers you were like on that so early in terms of like yeah getting all that stuff set up and it just i mean i'm guessing that without that kind of early income coming in because you probably couldn't have convinced your parents or you probably no. wouldn't have fen- God, no. felt as comfortable dropping uni and going all in on youtube if you didn't have that income that like let mm. you kind of get that certainty early on yeah no 100 percent, and like and the thing with back then is like i mean the funniest part about it is i only did it because these guys banned me from their server so thank you very much <laughs> like that was like the kind of push to do it i wasn't gonna do, do it otherwise who, do you know what they're doing now i i don't know i don't know who they are like i banned i got banned from the server i think like that first video that i made on my channel like that that server like the alpine server whatever it was like i got banned from it i was like All right, i'll make my own like <sighs> I'd be willing I, to find those messages and like pull uh, back through nah, and like send nah. them a thanks. <laughs> like, yeah, I really that. should like send them a model <laughs> or something, the lace of spades. But um, yeah, no. So like, but send like having that mindset. Your little Lachlan YouTube. Little YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, like having that mindset from the start of like other businesses outside of YouTube, like having that as a first thing. So like ever since oh, then, it's been like kind of always trying to find something else to do. I feel like the I've Minecraft always... world was super unique with that, though, with servers. I mean, I feel like mm. servers are, like, an unknown thing. Like, so many people in the community, like, no YouTubers, no gaming, but they have no idea how much these servers were able to monetize or are able to monetize, like, even today. Like, crazy. 
yeah, yeah. just the and like the community building because we had Preston on the podcast a few weeks ago and, and he was saying the same thing he was like it was really like minecraft servers that made me think this could actually career yeah not 100 and yeah like rob like same deal yeah. servers with preston like that was kind of like the big thing back in the day and now it's kind of like content creation whereas like back then you could get away with bad content or not rough around the edges content like you get away with it just like how you could get away with bad servers back then like my server was great but it was nothing like i mean i didn't know what i was doing yeah like you can't go ahead and make a a, a minecraft server with 200 subs and do what i did yeah I, like seven years ago you can't get away with that it's like the, the need for like minecraft service modern day minecraft servers i play I, I don't even play them but i just watch people play them they're insane like what they've been able to do with like all the plugins and stuff like yeah all the actual people like because all that money did back in the day was just make people reinvest in hiring actual developers like professional grade developers instead of just people in university just putting code together mm. um but yeah it's been an interesting thing to monitor so sure. I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I'm conscious that this is the, uh, we're, we're basically in the, we're at the 3000 subscriber mark of your YouTube channel. And there's a lot to get through. Um, yes. so Minecraft, Minecraft was, uh, a bit of a, a big one back in the day. You could say, um, that was like the, yeah. I would say the only other thing that's compared with it since is really Fortnite, but Minecraft was a phenomenon. Um, but Minecraft like, still puts up a lot of views. Oh though. yeah. Minecraft yeah. never yeah. dies um yeah but over over that time like by how long was the minecraft life cycle for you like when you probably felt like you were reaching the point where you were either not necessarily totally stopping it but moving out of it and like how how big had you grown to by the end of that kind of journey yeah so yeah 2013 i did like i did like exclusively like the pokemon mod for minecraft uh till about like 2015 2016 and then i deviated i met like rob and actually i say 2015 i met like rob mitch jerome press like all those guys and we just filmed all sorts of random minecraft stuff uh so i kind of deviated to not just that one mod but everything else around minecraft um and that was fun for a while we'd have we'd just throw the bands play like we it's crazy because like you also look back in those days i was uploading three videos a day and i remember like one day i uploaded two and I was like, you, you fake grinder. You uploaded two videos today. Like, what are you? Like, look at yourself in the mirror. What are you, you uploaded two videos today? Do you even you want this? Me? You don't even want this. You uploaded two. And you know, the funny thing was, the two videos actually did better than the three videos the day before. And then I was like, wait a second. Maybe the key is not to work harder, but to work smarter and do like two videos per day. And it's funny because it's the whole, my whole YouTube career is, starting from a solid three videos per day and over every year videos per day has decreased <laughs> and like i'm at like maybe i might upload once every two days right now like i think <laughs> once a day is probably like the key for like a Fortnite scene i can't yeah. do daily right now you can't do daily right i can't now. do daily right, right now definitely <laughs> can't do daily right now my boy fresh doing daily right now i give him two more months before he loses it because it's just getting to that point where you can't do daily Fortnite videos. I was thinking about this the other day. You can't do daily Fortnite videos anymore unless you're so new to the scene and your perspective not, of the game is completely different. Not if you want to do anything even semi-unique. Like I, I remember that. It's, it's, it took a while and I don't think we really hit it until now. And it's weird that we hit it in a season that comparatively has actually had quite a few updates. Um, yes. But it, yeah. I, I remember... and. and granted like fortnite's done a great job of staving this off because most games don't make it three years when they're you know kind yeah. of like multiplayer like this i remember hitting this point with overwatch where it's like what video am i going to record today and it's like mm. literally the only thing i can do is go back look at what i recorded two years ago and remake a video yeah. idea from back then there is not really anything unique you can do at the moment in fortnite unfortunately yeah no it's yeah the state of it i mean there's yeah and uh, even the unique I feel like the next, yeah the next season I might think, be good <laughs> I think that's a good I think that's a good point though I feel like something that I find to be like super unique and that I really respect about you is you, obviously a huge portion of your audience now knows you from Fortnite that's like you know your bread and butter at the moment but you were one of the first made you know first really big channels coming out of Australia I think 
and you've pivoted and you've pivoted hard multiple times in a way that mm. like not many other channels have done like to go from like pixelmon stuff to the minecraft stuff to like pokemon go was a huge phase oh yeah we didn't even talk about that yet yeah and then yeah. and then you pivoted again um to fortnite like how do you feel like they're, and they're major pivots as well it's not like you're even in the same kind of game genre like you're totally bouncing yeah how do you nah, feel the, the like pokemon go to, one yeah navigate those phases so it's, it's... And, and, and what let, oh, I was going to quickly say, and what, like, yeah, what was the, what was the real thing that made you be like, okay, now I'm going to wrap up on Minecraft and go to Pokemon Go? Yeah, so po Pokemon Go was as a, like, a, pretty organic for me, I feel. Like, I loved Pokemon as a kid. That's why I loved Pixelmon, like, so much, because it brought together, like, my current favorite game, Minecraft, and my old school favorite game, Pokemon. Um, so I was like, this is this is or it's like this is perfect because i remember seeing the trailer and be like whoa that's sick like catch broke my phone like down for that when's that coming out oh, a couple months all right keep tabs on that um comes out comes out first in australia and this is key because it didn't come out anywhere else in the world yet like they did a soft launch in australia as like a smaller region so i literally on the midnight when it updated on the app store i saw someone on twitter tweeted out like pokemon go coming out this week and like I looked it up on my computer, I was like, "Oh, it actually comes out today in Australia." So I was like, "This was midnight." I call my friend Jay over. I'm like, "Yo, Jay, I need like a cameraman to like help me film this." Like Pokemon goes. I'm, my friend Jay loved Pokemon as well, so he was like, "Dude, this sounds sick. Let's do it." So that night, went outside like on the streets of like my like parents' house and just went around catching Pokemon at midnight. Um, before it was like that mainstream phenomenal thing, like it literally just come out, um, and I absolutely loved it. I was like going around catching Charmanders. I was catching like Caterpies, I was reliving like the OG days, so much fun. And I uploaded that to YouTube, sent off my editor, uploaded it to YouTube. We got, I remember going to bed, posting the video, waking up and it had like 300, 400, I think I had 400,000 views. And I had been getting around 30 to 40,000 views per video at that yeah. time on Minecraft. So I was just like, so ready to just something else to just take my time away and plus like it was just like fun like going outside going outside was something i do miss because that was fun um yeah overnight like i literally just picked it up because like the, the insane viewership was there i enjoyed it it was just a no-brainer really um yeah the, you got you had the views you had the passion again yeah it's kind of like the the trifecta yeah literally so I did that for about um the problem was the developers of the game I don't know what they were doing. Like, I, I like I remember having conspiracy theories at the time that like Pokemon were like strangling them because like they didn't want the game to take off too much. Like that's what my leading conspiracy theory was at the time. Cause I was like, you've got so much money right now. Like dumb money. hundred percent. That that actually blew my mind. Yeah. We knew how much money they were making. Yeah. And I, I barely even played the game. I was just watching it from like a third party standpoint. Yeah. But I was like I have never seen a developer throw that a bag is making this much money yeah. and is somehow throwing away so much money by not making more money. Yeah. Like you saw Epic, like with Fortnite overnight. Yeah. Like they Real were they like updating, they were doing little things. Then all of a sudden, when they realized they were getting traction, yeah. they were just absolutely sending it. They were getting developers in, they were updating yeah. weapons. They were like, bam, bam, bam. You could tell they were just gunning because they knew they finally had something good. And that's Pokemon the Go. Like, Pokemon Go could yeah. have extrapolated out to a, a two-year game. They're actually having a bit of an up, upbeat right now, like a lot of like people coming back to the game, um, which you will at the end of the day, because it is Pokemon. Um, but, like, they could have been in the position where Fortnite is. Like, they fake-grinded it hard. And, but I, I, also, like, that... Yeah, you what? That episode one now has 19 million views. Just thought you should... Oh, damn. There you go. Yeah. Run it back. OG days. Like, that's it. That's when I first came out, you know? It's history right there. Yeah, but they threw it. They threw You're the right, bag. they threw it. They threw the bag hard. And, uh, like, and they announced Gen 2. Because I'm not even kidding. You, you can look at my social blade. The game came out. I hit 100 million views that month, which is the first time I'd ever even come close to it. And I was vibing, vibing. And it just goes down. Like, straight down to 30, I think, the next month. And not because I wasn't uploading. I was uploading every day. But it was just the same thing over and over again. There was no new content. There was there was nothing to do. And their biggest problem was that they didn't flesh out any kind of battle system or anything. And then they came out with Gen 2 and there was kind of like a little bit of a revival in it. And 
I, I got around it hard. I tried to bring it back, but like, I remember like during those first three weeks of Pokemon Go, I was getting like a million views per video minimum. And like Gen 2 came out, I think I got a million on the first. And then it was like consistent 300 to 400K, which is still good, which like was happy with. Um, I think the, the nail in the coffin for me for Pokemon Go was Pokemon Go Fest. Um, so they did like a, a thing in Chicago where they did like this big Pokemon Go Fest. It was like the first time they were going to have legendaries in the game. It's like their raid systems. Um, and just like, you can look it up. But like they, you got to the park, no one could play Pokemon Go because they didn't, they underestimated the amount of traffic all those phones would cause. So you'd go there to play Pokemon Go, and you couldn't. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, like, I remember. I remember they were like cell phone, cell phones, like the companies were literally having to like refocus their cell phone towers. Yes, to, to try and get to it. like to get people connected. Yeah, yeah. crazy, absolutely crazy. But then I remember there was like, there, there was a weird point for you, right? Between like, cause what, you were probably like still riding the Pokemon Go wave for what, like six or eight months, roughly, right? Yeah. So wait, when did I, when did I, cause I remember meeting up with you in like Germany for Gamescom. I remember, yeah. And, and I, I remember was, that's the point where you were. I was hard in Pokemon Go at that point, I think. You were still hard in Pokemon Go, but I think you were like frustrated because the views were dying pretty. Yeah, rapidly. I think that was like the start I of the decline. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was like the views were going down, and I remember you were really frustrated. And then I remember it was that next like six months where you were, and and I was not in a totally dissimilar boat because I was kind of on the tail end of the Overwatch train. Like Overwatch had been out for a bit then. I was struggling with video ideas. It was still doing okay for views. It was still like a solid half a million, 600,000 a video. Yeah. But it was like definitely on the ideas front and on the actually enjoying doing it front, way on the out. And I remember you were feeling like that and I was feeling like that. You were starting to dip back into variety games as well. Yeah. About like, this is the, this is the year after Pokemon Go came out. Yeah. Well, yeah, 2017, you started dipping back into variety, yeah? Yeah, so 2017, because that's when Fortnite came out at the end of 2017. Yeah, so about like yeah. early, I remember for New Year's, for the 2016, 2017 New Year's, I was in Japan and I was still filming Pokemon Go. It was second gen. I was, I was actually having a lot of fun. That was actually a little bit of a revival for me as like creative, like spirit kind of thing, because there was a Pokemon in Japan, Farfetch, you could only catch in Asia. Um, so like that was kind of cool. It was like new content, one Pokemon, kind of nuts. Um, that's all you needed back then. Uh, but yeah so that that was cool and then like february uh january i think march is when they did pokemon go fest so like that's when i was like yeah now this is this on the way out kind of deal um i could be wrong with that date though uh and then like around june was when i started doing like a variety game i was doing a lot of vr i was just like really testing the waters with everything and seeing which bit the most and i had like decent success with actually a few random games i definitely could have just stuck for our variety Seem like good 100, 200,000 views. How did you how did you navigate that mentally? Like because you've had so many, you know, like peaks and then some yeah. troughs, and like you'd obviously come off a massive peak yeah. from Pokemon Go, and then feeling that go down. Like it's not easy, you know. I, I noticed at the start you were just like, oh, you know, the ten out of 10s, you just got to ride it out and know it'll pass. Yeah. But like back then, three years ago. Is, were you, have you always been able to have that mentality? Because that's not easy. Like, were you nervous? Were you Because Fortnite hadn't come out. Were you trying to figure out, were you confident you'd be able to find the next thing? Or? Yeah, no, I was, and I didn't want to go back to Minecraft. I was still burnt out. Like, I, I tried to do some Minecraft, but like, just didn't feel, I think the views were good, but it just didn't feel good for me. Like, I just, I just knew that I'd end up in the same kind of way that I did before Pokemon Go. Because I like saw Pokemon Go as an out from Minecraft because I was just done with the game at that point. Um... But yeah, it's definitely, definitely like a rough couple months. And I remember like the views going down and down and down and just being like, oh, well, you know, well, I, I remember like, cause we met up at PAX that year. Uh, I think right around Fortnite came out. Like I think Fortnite just came out type deal. Yeah. At 2017 PAX. It'd been out for a month or, it'd been out for like a month or so, I think. Yeah. yeah. But like your ninjas and stuff weren't blowing up yet. Like it was very no. new days type deal. Um, it was, I think it was, it was basically me and Ali A at that point on YouTube. We I don't even the, think Ali we A the... was on it hard though yet. No, nah, think... Ali A, Ali A actually, this is something I credit him for. He realized the views were, him and I both, it took about a month before we were hard committing on it. Yeah. But there was like a solid 
month there where, and I remember he actually started doing daily on it before I did. Yeah. And it was him doing daily on it. It was him doing daily on it where I was just like, what am I doing, dude? Like, why am I still trying to do Overwatch when I'm not enjoying it and Fortnite's getting more views? I'm going to do Fortnite. Yeah. But, um, no. But yeah, I remember, yeah, we were chatting at PAX about Fortnite. Yeah, we chatted at PAX about Fortnite because I was like very much just like scatterbrained, just trying anything that kind of worked. And that was the worst. I think before Fortnite was definitely the lowest. You know what? Let me check my social blade. It's crazy because we don't want to validate ourselves with views, but we do it every day. Um, <laughs> where I, know I'm un I, I know I'm reinforcing unhealthy habits here, but I'm going to do it anyway. I definitely... You know, a moment that I really remember, though, is actually it would have been January of 2018. And lucky you came down to Sydney for the Post Malone concert. Oh, yeah. And I remember we were in Elliot's kitchen, like having a drink before. And it would have been it was early January, must have been like January 6th or something. And I remember both of you had this moment and you were like, I think this year is going to be Fortnite. Yeah. And like, Elliot, you'd obviously been doing it a lot in December. You were doing double uploads of overwatch and Fortnite, and i remember you were like yeah i'm just gonna go balls to the wall on Fortnite." and lucky yeah. you were the same yeah. like I, I have that as like a I, I know i know what you're talking about yeah moment. i remember that i was i think marcus yeah. was that was when we went to marcus marcus was there yeah, too. yeah yeah no like yeah definitely and like i remember like that one of the big things for like switching to Fortnite, because and this is what i love about like the story of how Fortnite blew up and i think no one talks about is that they actually paid creators for their first video and it was kind my of like- My first Fortnite video was yeah, sponsored, baby. Yeah, first video was sponsored. And like, it just goes to show that if you have a good product and you pay people for it, it can organically grow into something bigger. Like, that's yeah. like, and I feel like, like everyone's tried to do that kind of like with other games, other brands, but I feel like the game just hasn't lived up to kind of like, I feel like if Fall Guys did it, it would have had the same kind of effect. Although now it's kind of like a, you look back at it, it's kind of like a flash in the pan. Uh, that's a whole other story. Yeah, Fall Guys really was. Fall Guys was weird, yeah. man. It died so fast. It really did. And to be and to be beaten by Among Us of all things. Literally, Among Us took Fall Guys like spot as the alternate game to whatever the mainstream games are. Yeah. As like the variety game. Yeah. Out of so nowhere. Crazy. Wild. That's a whole other bag of worms there. But um Yeah. Yeah, no, so like just going straight i think we did like a couple of videos around like december november that year 2017 yeah. of like four and i remember because you were coming from minecraft you like shooters was so not oh i was thing, such a bot which dude. is like oh, such a bot it's so fun it's actually like i, I was the, it's really really you know like credit to you like i'd been playing shooters for like four or five years before that i was like tf2 then overwatch so like but i remember you came in and obviously initially you were like a big bot but i remember you you went through like uh you went through a phase though i remember you went through a phase where you were just like nah i'm like going to get good yeah and like this was obviously not season one this was probably like season four it's like season like, five remember, season six where re yeah season yeah, four like you just of. yeah you just started absolutely putting in hours and then creative came out and you were putting in hours and it yeah. was just like i remember there was like a point where i was like very clearly better and then there was a point where it was getting quite, quite similar. And then there was a point where you definitely pulled ahead. Like, because yeah. you were just absolutely sending it in creative. No, nah, but I do remember, like, back in the day when we would play, I'd be, like, lucky to get a kill type deal. Like, I would actually yeah. be such a bot. Like, it'd be bad. And, like, the thing was, we, like, because we kind of, like, I reckon it was definitely, like, you and me that, like, invented, like, the whole challenge video wave, um, like, yeah. back in the day. And so, like, doing those challenge videos, like, I got I to gotta find the footage. But, like, I remember doing, like, the dumb ones like oh we did like the science pistol challenge together and stuff but like it got to a point where we had to do like the challenge videos on your own for them to have impact because i'm like you, you and me do it like we could probably do that one out of every two games but like if you did it on your yeah. own now you're talking like one out of 10 when i was 20 and i was so bad i remember doing like 12 hour shoots over multiple days like just trying to get that dub like there's yeah. one on my channel i remember it is like um the vending machine only challenge but like I didn't fake grind it. It was like everything that I did had to be from the vending machine. So like meds, I had to get my minis from the vending machine. This was back when they weren't like very good either. You could only like, they were very expensive and you had to try and find the certain colors and they weren't 100% spawns. And I remember getting a dub with like 11 kills and feeling on top of the world. I was like, no way I've done this. Like 14 hours in yeah. the making, just done it, wrap it up, put it on YouTube. Thanks hard. It's just like, 
that was the vibes. You know what I really, you know what I really miss about like all the that that first year of Fortnite was when like every day, like I remember like um like you, me, and Lannan, and like there, and Vic, I think as well. Yeah. We used to literally have like our, our group Twitter chat was called like List Gang. List Gang. Because List Gang. Whenever there were updates or where everything with things <laughs> like. People would have like <laughs> video ideas yeah. of what they wanted to do. And so I'd be like, oh, like I'm gonna like I'm gonna, you know, um build up to max height with the new like low gravity thing and then and then jump from the top and then get the final alien. So I was like, no, 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 bro, that's already on my list. Like, yeah, it's on my list. Like, you can't I, do it, it's on my that. list. I listed that. Like that that was the dumbest fucking thing. I don't know why we did that. It was I, it's so a good toxic. Meme, it's a good meme, because everyone comes It was like, such a good meme. Yeah, yeah, bro. You like, what do you mean it's on your list? It's like, bro, that's so obvious. You can't, you can't list that because uh, that's like, that's like, that's saying I'm gonna win with the new gun. Yeah. Like that, you can't list that. That's no too one obvious. No one even tries to list gang stuff in 2020. It's nah, so list like... gang because there's nothing. I remember to list. Nothing Elliot. To... I remember Elliot like at one point trying to explain to me the concept of the list gang <laughs> because I was like. Elliot would get salty about it because he'd be like, oh, I had this idea. And then Lucky said it was on his list. Yeah. And I was like, so like, talk me through this. I'm like, is there like a Google doc? And like, you can go back and like check when someone edited the Google doc and like they put their <laughs> idea in the list before yours. And he was like, no, no, it's just like a metaphorical list. Yeah. You know, it's like, I keep mine on a note on my computer. I'm like, well, how does anyone know what's on your list? They're like, because I say, I'm like, well, how do you, why is no one? Oh, I never even wrote it down. Like, I just kept it in my head. Like <laughs> if I ever had like a list gang idea, it was in my head. Like I did not write that down. Like I didn't need to write it down. It was in here. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but then you just say it was on your list, and people would be like, "Was it though?" You'd be like, "Yeah." Oh, but, well, yeah. I mean, it was okay, always let's... on my list. It was on my mind, my, my list, but like it wasn't written it down was... anywhere. <laughs> just all you need, you know. But yeah, no, that yeah. was uh, that was a fun time. The the OG Fortnite days was was good. And you look back when you had enough ideas to have. Oh, a list. but there was just like list. it was That's so good because like. There was just like, yeah, there were actually so many ideas. You physically couldn't keep up with them. Like an update would come out or something would happen or you'd literally wake up one day and you'd be like, oh my God, I've got like these four absolutely banger ideas. But the problem is someone else might have those ideas too. Which one do I do first? Because which one's going to bang the most? And I don't want someone to do the one that's going to bang the most before I do it. You actually had too many ideas. Yeah. Like just even, even the really dumb shit. Do you remember hiding in mushrooms? Yeah, we found, that was, like, that's I think Lockie actually, Lockie did that first. Yeah. He found out there were these mushrooms that were just like a little bit big and you could sit inside them. So you go a yellow skin and yeah. you sit inside these yellow mushrooms and you were basically invisible. Just like, and then they made the mushrooms smaller anymore. like two weeks later. They like, literally nerfed <laughs> yeah, mushrooms nerfed because of us. Took <laughs> my mushies away from um, me. Nah, there was just so much stuff and like. I, I try to think what Fortnite can do to, to do that. And I don't think they can do that anymore. Like, it's just like this like, I, physical I, limitation. Yeah. So that's what I was going to say. I was like, what do you feel like? What do you feel like is next? Like, do you feel like Fortnite's your end game? And like, obviously you've got power and that's so connected to Fortnite Fortnite right now. And you're just going to stick it out. Or are you at that point now where you're like, what else could I play? Like, That's a good question. I... I... I definitely am dabbling a little bit in Among Us, like, you know, diversifying a little bit. Um, they're, they're doing all right. Like, I, I think, like, sometimes... Let me check. I think I'm in Among Us. Yeah, my Among Us did the same views as my Fortnite video. Um, yeah. So, like, I'm, I've got, like, another one coming out, like, this week that we did with, like, the Cybermen and stuff. Um, just testing the waters with that, diversifying a little bit. But I don't think Among Us will be a long-term game. I think it'll be another Fall Guys 2.0. Yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah. I think Among Us is pretty clearly, like, it's not like when Fortnite was blowing up and you're like, yeah. oh my god, this this is going to be the year of Fortnite. This nah. is going to be the next big thing. Yeah. It's like Among Us is absolutely going to be a, like, you know, maybe here for another month. Here for another month. no way. It's gonna, you're going to get sick of hearing XQC rage over someone for not doing their tasks. Yeah. It's like, it's, and it, everyone's it going to get sweatier. Yeah. Everyone's going to get sweatier. All the memes are going to be done. And then... Yeah, and then we're going to go find something out. else to meme. And... Yeah, that's that's definitely. I, I don't know. I feel like Fortnite goes either two ways. They keep doing this consistent refresh kind of thing every season with new guns, new damage values, maybe a different new mechanic here and there, or they completely go turn right and just change the whole game. Like change something that's so crucial to the game that makes it Fortnite that it's no longer Fortnite. Which I yeah. Which, I mean, like I think I think my my perspective that I always tell Grace is like, I, I feel like you can't, you can't plan ahead. You can't <laughs> be like, like I, I could in no way say right now, Fortnite's my end game. Like this will be my last big game yeah. because if you'd asked 
you know, like me or Lockie, like before, like a month before Fortnite Battle Royale came out, we probably would have been like, yeah, it's just going to be like a variety year. Like there's nothing big coming. Then bam, all of a sudden something drops out of nowhere. It's all people want to watch. It's all people want to play. And it's the next big game. Yeah. Like, I think that's basically like YouTube. It's very hard to actually be super ahead. Yeah. Or like plan ahead. You can kind of have your like underlying strategy and ideas, but you got to kind of stay pretty flexible. Yeah. You, you got to stay flexible. And like, I'm probably doing it wrong in the sense that I'm not staying as flexible as I should be, but I, 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 I still love playing Fortnite. Like I, I, I hop on like my yeah. daily day schedule, head into the gym, do like a light workout, little stretch, come in here, get a dub. That's kind of my daily schedule. Get, get on, get a dub. <laughs> and then I got, and I love, I love playing have a Fortnite. coffee, get a dub. Uh, sorry. Have a coffee, get a have, dub. Have a coffee, get a dub. It's kind of like the morning ritual. <laughs> um it's good too because like keeps me sharp in a way for like when i do videos but it's also bad because there's probably some elo type smb smbb sbmm where like if you win your next game is going to be harder to win type deal there's definitely some of that in the background. i have noticed i have noticed my first games of the day at yeah. the moment on fortnite Bots. are outrageously easy yeah outrageously yeah. easy yeah so like and if I if I mess up a challenge video that I'm trying to do on game one, no. it's like I either get it on game one or two, which are the easy games, or I'm going to be there for four hours. Yep, no, 100%. I've noticed that. I, I, I just based on my like amount of time playing the game for like the last six months, I can definitely tell you, because it got leaked that EA had something like it in their games, right? They had some kind of formula where if you win one game, your next game's going to have much harder opponents. But then you yeah. get you win a game in like a certain amount of time that it like replenishes like your need to play another game type deal, like yeah. I, I notice I notice if I if I lose if I lose enough games in a row, it gives me easy games. Yeah, that's like definitely I've had I've like had that a couple of days. Yeah, I've had a couple of days where I go into like deep depression trying to get a challenge done, mm. and I just like I just can't do it. And then um, like after I've lost maybe like 30, 40 games in a row. I get put in a lobby with nothing but bots. Yep. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Easy, easy games. Like, it's That's so sad. It's literally yeah. night and day. It's literally like a switch being turned on and off. It's not even like, it's not even subtle. It's not like, oh, feel like the players are a little bitty. It's like, no. All of a sudden, these people can't even walk in straight lines. <laughs> like. Legit. But yeah. yeah. No, it, it's, it's just how it is. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I guess like, that like I said, brings... I love playing Fortnite, but. I, I could see something rivaling it in the next couple of years. You know what I think is probably the biggest threat? Pokemon making an actual good game. I feel like... <laughs> Dude, it is insane how much they struggle at doing that. Yeah, it's just something over but, Nintendo. But what are they doing? Wait, let's what get a... into the Pokemon stuff. Yeah, let's do La it. Last question, though, on the game, just before we yeah. go Pokemon stuff. Um, what's the one uh, uh, that I'm trying to think of? Uh, Hytale. Do you yeah. think Hytale yes. has potential? 100%. Because that's actually my that's We've been my saying call that out. for years though. When we saw the trailer, we were like, Dude, "You've literally yeah, been bro, saying that since they 2018." Don't, they delayed it. We've been saying it, but <laughs> they don't release the freaking game, uh, so we don't know. And now it makes we even need them more to release unknown. the game. Like, is that is that good yeah. that it's delayed? Like, I don't know. Is it bad? Probably, probably bad. I, I don't know. Apparently, yeah. 2021. 2021. That'll be an interesting one. That's the only one that's like kind of on everyone's sites and it's been on everyone's sites for a hot minute. I, I'll definitely play yeah. Hightail. Uh, you know, you know what I think the problem is going to be every it, it's not like Fortnite where you could get a lot of growth a lot of traction early on because it was like it was one everyone slept on no one realized that Fortnite Battle Royale was going to be the next big thing mm. so if you were in there in the first few months you got huge because there yeah. were no content creators millions of viewers Hytale that's going to come out day one everyone and their uncle is going to be playing that which is going to be hard for the game it. itself because if it's bad it's going to be bad and there's going to be no room for yeah. error because everyone's going to be like, no, yeah. like game's bad. There'll be a spotlight on yeah, it. Yeah, 100%. There'll be a big spotlight on it. But uh, it sounds like the, the trailer looks cool. Game looks cool. Yeah. Going to hit it up for sure. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.